Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What do we got going on? Oh, so much. So many things. Oh, so we're here. not stalling at all. There's a no. lot of things. <laughs> Can you imagine if we did that for an hour? Let me just no, tell I you. Something. I got something good. We are going to talk about things. I got something good for us. Okay, so you looked up... Grant, I'm giving you this name, Sebastian Bear hyphen McClard. Look him up so you can see what he looks like. He's on. Who is this? This is Emily Ratajkowski's estranged husband. Mm-hmm. He was part of the producing team on Uncut Gems, on this movie called Good Time with Robert Pattinson, on Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in 2022. Oh, he looks. Yeah. And so Emily Ratajkowski met him. He was born and raised in New York. His mom was kind of a eccentric um, writer, filmmaker, and started this publication called Avalanche in the 70s. Her da- His dad was kind of a an avant-garde filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was German, or a, I felt like he's a foreign-looking man to me, but he's blonde, you know, he's just got these really full lips and stuff. He looks like Ryan Philippe a little but, bit, but, but not nearly, yeah, yeah, not nearly lips, as attractive, but he's yeah. got that curly hair. Yeah, he kind of has that coloring, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he met Emily Ratajkowski, and they met and were married in two weeks, and they married on February uh, 23rd, 2018. Okay. And so they recently have a child that I think is about a year and a half years old, and they're no longer together because she found out he was just cheating big time on her. Okay? Yeah. So what here, is with this guy? She's so beautiful. Well, oh, he has a problem. Yeah, Clearly. So here's what's <laughs> happening right now is he is being, um, a lot of women are coming after him because he they're just claiming that he... Uh, abused me. He prom- made promises to me. That sort of thing. Oh. So here's here's what's happening. So in uh, 2016, and some of these are dated, but doesn't matter. He reached out to a 17 year old on Instagram Jesus. Uh, before meeting her at a Soho loft, and he was not married to Emily Ratajkowski at the time. Uh-huh. But he his producing partners were the Safdie brothers, and he was working on this movie Good Times, which starred Robert Pattinson. Uh-huh. And so he reached out to this gal. Um, they ended up having a relationship, but she, he made her, she, you know, she wants to be in a movie. And he's like, I've got a movie. So he invites her to the set um, and um, for a scene that she was forced to strip naked in nearly in front of nearly a dozen male cast members and crew. Um, the woman is now 24 years old. She claims that she was also nude in front of the other producing partner brothers 
and was paired with an actor that, this is kind of funny to me, this part, was paired with an actor that had been recently released from prison. But he's an actor, so I, I don't know what that does. Yeah. But so, <laughs> it's, kind of weird. Um, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. But so this good time scene, which does not appear in the final version of the movie. So oh, he basically no. said, I'm a producer. Come on by. I'll get you in this movie. Whoa. Um, get, it, just got, it just gets worse and right. worse and worse. Right. Meeting on Instagram. Right. Having a relationship. The bait and switch. You're going to work with Robert Patterson. Just kidding. Here's this other guy. I mean, uh, unknown what you're going to be doing. Ending up naked in front of a bunch of people underage. But oh he my gave God. her a credit at the end of the movie. Oh. And, and the Safdie brothers ha- are no longer. Um, they shared a production company together called Alera Pictures. Mm-hmm. And they are no longer working with him. That makes sense. So the woman said she was stunned and was terrified. Her distress worsened out of nowhere. When this was all happening, an actor whispered something in her ear that was really bad. But she went on to stay, though, as after that, she had a two-year relationship with Sebastian. Okay? Mm-hmm. And um, she did not discuss in this allegation the payments for her role, but says he bought her cigarettes after, which I don't... That just feels weird. Then there's another woman that he met on Instagram who was 18 at the time, and he was currently married now to Emily Ratajkowski. Mm-hmm. The second woman says she was invited to their apartment that he shared with the actress where they slept together. In a statement, she says, Sebastian, I started kissing things escalated without my consent. Sebastian, blah, blah, blah. And he called her bad names. Documents state that she's accusing him of tracking her through her app on a phone as well as sending message to a different person who was 15 years old on Instagram. So sources tell... He just has a lot of... He's an awful man. He's awful. He's awful man. You can't... The casting call process is not via Instagram DMs. It's just the fact that he's using Instagram and his social media and then, like, uh, Like we got those messages. Adam Levine, he did it, but not to these young, young women. No, and, like... You know, the idea that he's using those as his like, hey, do you you know, you'd be really great in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever heard of Robert Patterson? Of course we have. Right. Oh, right. Every, all of us Everyone are obsessed with Twilight. No, yes. I know. And so friends of Emily Ratajkowski say that she is not surprised at all by any of these allegations. The reason that she is no longer with him is she caught him cheating on her. Um, and they are fighting. She is fighting for the sole custody of her son, Sylvester, who was born in 2021. So he's, you know, two. I love that name. Um, he also. Me too. Um, you like the the name Sylvester? Sly. Yeah. Sly. I think it's so think cute. It's cute. I had a fish named Sylvester. So anyway, this is. <laughs> I love it. He, the, the distribution company that released Good Times and Uncut Jump is A24 and A24 are the people that brought everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. And they are they put that up for lines, but no one has a, says anything about him. But I just had to find out more about him because I see his picture all the time. And he just, he's an awful, awful man. Awful man. And, yeah. Oh. And, that and just, he's like just so, I mean, the fact that you know what he's like and you look at a picture of him, you're like, you are just so grimy. That sweatshirt and everything about you. Ugh, thank you. That every, Is it like that, like the teal colored sweatshirt uh, that he's wearing? So punchable. <laughs> he's so punchable. And like, the oh, God. And like the promising of roles and, and you know, Bradley and Don talked about this too. And I thought this was such great insight. About the story? About okay. this story. Yeah. They had great insight talking about. Um, you know, in this world, of course, there's a bunch of 
terrible people that do one acts on their own. But like when it happens in a movie setting like this, there's a lot of people that are compliant with oh, this behavior that didn't, say no. that didn't say no or didn't ask questions or whatever. And like, that's what's like so beyond you go, you get, you get, nobody was like, Hey, should somebody check her age? Hey, this guy, whatever. Like, right. you know, it's just like, Oh, okay. what a heartbreak. What a, we let, we let down people this way hugely. I, I know it was it, so that one. I just needed to know a little bit more details because that is all going on. And then I, I swear, did you guys hear about this scam? Um, this principal who was fired from her job that gave money to supposedly Elon Musk. What? Listen to this horrible scam. So a principal resigned after sending a hundred thousand dollars to a scammer posing as Elon Musk. She's a principal at a school in Florida. She was tricked, and the school was able to stop it before it cleared. But we know people can fall for scams, and people are really good at scams now. So Dr. Jane Jan McGee was the principal of a charter school. She was forced to resign, blah, blah, blah. She said it wasn't a knee-jerk decision to send $100,000 to the supposedly Elon Musk. She'd been talking to, quote-unquote, Elon for at least four months, and they chatted about him investing in her school. She mentioned the conversations to her staff. Mm -hmm. They were rightfully skeptical. Some even warned her that this person is a fraud. You have to be careful, uh, Dr. Jan. And um, Jan believed in the fake Elon. And so when he asked her to send $100,000 to his right-hand man, someone named Luis Alberto Fernandez, mm-hmm. she fired off a check from the school's account. Dang. The details are hazy, but Jan put matching funds in the memo line because she was under the assumption that by writing this check for $100,000 to Elon Musk, they he in turn would be giving her six million dollars in return. Of course. Now the thought of that that you're paying a philanthropist to make a donation, a hundred thousand dollars for a six million donation, that's wonky wonky. It's yeah. it's weird, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And so it's she just she said um it was a hundred thousand dollars. You think she would have verified his identity in a video phone call? Or on Twitter, so he's easily available. Mm-hmm. But they found out about it. And um, the, you know, the school controller found out about it and was able to stop the check before it cashed. Aren't you so glad that Hubbard makes us take those constantly, those mandatory trips? Well, we take so many fishing. We do a lot of testing around here because of all the email scams. I they, know. They can come in here and get it all over, you know, what you have to look for and everything. And I always, I think everyone does this with their parents now. I'm like, mom, don't ask any Answer anybody that says they're from Amazon, yes. Apple, that wants access to your computer or anything. I mean, it really is. And then one, a new scam we talked about last, I think, it, I, who knows what week it was. There's a run on of days, but about how they can now, from your voice in your videos on Instagram, mm-hmm. they can, or TikTok, they can um, make it sound like you're calling, you're yep. calling them asking for money yeah, 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 or in a dangerous situation so they can actually Hijack your voice and use it in audio, asking for money yeah. from other people in your family. And the biggest thing, just now that we're telling this, the biggest way to try to prevent that is they said that the, the FTC yeah. said that uh, you have to call, immediately hang up, call the person in reference to make sure that yeah. they are, in fact, in trouble. Because yeah. usually this will still come from a random right. number saying, yeah. like, hey, I'm in jail or whatever. Right. Yeah, right. That one is. I know. That's scary. a crazy Elon Musk one. I mean, it feels like there were red flags everywhere. But- everywhere. 
I mean, she's obviously an intelligent woman. You I would mean, think so. She's a doctor. She's a principal. There's a lot going for her. And then you just hear that and you go, wow. How? How, how do you miss that one? How? I mean, it's... It's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so, giving away doctorates I, down there. I, I think so. I don't know. It's That's funny. <laughs> that is so true. When we come back, Gran has the dirt alert for us. Oh my gosh, you guys, what are you doing? This weather makes you just want to go find some place to be happy, and that is the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. It is cozy in there, the supper club environment, the great food, the great fun there. But on the main stage, it's the prom. Everybody has been raving about this who has seen it, and if you haven't seen it yet, bring some girlfriends, get a girl party, go see a matinee. Bring your mom, bring your parents, bring fun people in your neighborhood. But this is a must-see play that's just going to leave leave you so happy. Brittany, you and I went. We were so damn happy. Anyway, the music is dancing. It's it's real. Don't forget they also have a great concert series coming up. Mick Sterling's um, Gospel According to Elvis. The Disco Kings, a tribute to Steely Dan. All this is going on for tickets. Visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, where they're always entertaining you. RP and the Ad Council. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Okay, before we get to the Dirt Alert, what are we going to do? Get me to choose it. Oh my gosh. We forgot to announce today's winner of a $100 cash prize and a 2023 Pick Your Prize qualifier. Nikki Vang of Matamita, Minnesota, you just won a hundred bucks. PYP. You're gonna be entered into the grand prize drawing for a chance to pick your prize, a ten thousand dollar value. See the full list of pick your prize options at mytalk1071.com. You can register on the app to win. Details uh, are on our website with keyword prize. You still have one more day. We have not drawn yet for tomorrow. And it's then, exciting. That's a PY, and that's a good song as well. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's good. All right, Grant. That's called. Isn't that uh, Bradley in there? That's yes. Bradley and I think Don. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get into the dirt alert here. Let's start out with um, the Gwyneth Peltro ski trial mm. from Utah. There's an update. the The jury has gone to deliberations, and they had their closing arguments today. Now, a couple things coming from these closing arguments. One. Um, very, 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 uh, extreme comparison and another just, you know, kind of what you would expect out of a, out of a closing argument. So Gwyneth Paltrow's, uh, lawyer's closing argument basically said that this thing spine, uh, the skiing accident was a tragedy that unraveled his client's desire for a vacation that would bond her blended family. So that was kind of, now that, wow. th- that to me, that's okay, right? You're going to reach out here a little bit when you're yeah, doing yeah, your closing yeah. arguments. They both have to be dramatic. But let's start with Dr. Terry Sanderson. Now, oh, no. apparently yesterday, now this isn't in his closing mar- arguments, but yesterday. He, he, he's the guy who's suing her. Yes, yeah. he is the doctor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is suing her for $300,000. He was on the stand and he went off the rails. Oh, he no. did? Yeah. So this is this doesn't bowl well for him. He started a rant that, and the jury was to, he did this to send a message, presumably about celebrities kind of comparison Gwyneth, comparing Gwyneth because she is one. He said that they must be held accountable for their actions. Oh, jeez. Suggesting the kind of thing he's accusing of Gwyneth leads to people like Jeffrey Epstein mm. molesting children on a private island. This Holy guy is far, this guy is far reaching. Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. blaming her for everything, everything wrong for, in his life because for the he, clouds. He was mean to his grandkids because he didn't want to do anything. He is it's really, you know, putting people, a lot in the goop bucket. Really? Oh, yeah. Right away immediately after he said that the judge looked right over the jury and said you had, you know, you have to do, strike that. strike that 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 you cannot have. So, you know, it, we'll see what happens here. They're in deliberation. We we obviously can't wait to hear kind of what's going to happen, but we might have something tomorrow. Okay, know? here's here's a really kind of a good thing. I don't mean to interrupt. Go Grant, go go go. But this was in USA Today. Um, Gwyneth the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial has our attention. It's strange, juicy, and exactly what the internet wanted. Here's this guy, and he is Robert Thompson, his funny director of the Center for Television Popular Culture at Syracuse University. And he's just saying there's so many elements to the story that make it positively theatrical. Yeah. yeah. You've got the movie star who's, you know, says her 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 thing about it is, well, I had lost a half day of skiing with my blended family. <laughs> and then you've got the pedometer. Podiatrist? Optometrist? Yes, that's what he is. Saying, it's ruined every single part of my life forever, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And then it, he just says, why are we so invested in her, in the kerfuffle? It comes down to fascination with the wealthy and when they fly to, or ski too close to the sun. And he goes on, we rarely get the chance to see celebrities speak off the cuff. Yeah. Everything is curated. Every picture is, you know, for sure. Everyone looks Set at the up, focuses. Yeah. Everyone. So here we are seeing Gwyneth Paltrow in the raw. Yes. And, and I love that he said this. He says, Gwyneth Paltrow fascinates people because she's unabashedly out of touch with reality. Yeah. <laughs> From her group goop products to her comments about the sun or not being able to pretend she is someone who makes less money. This trial gives us a front row seat to Paltrow. Yeah. And while on the stand, she displays this attitude, claiming that she suffered as a result of the ski incident because she lost a half day of skiing. That's it. Um, To her, her image, it takes one half after another, but she always does it to herself. And this was something Allison Kaplan and I talked about. Mm -hmm. Everything is self-inflicted. Her interesting... The way she damages her reputation, yeah, yeah, have are from her self-inflicted, inf- inflicted, frequently wacky health and lifestyle advice, yeah, <laughs> and that she does it. But at the same time, I'm into it. I am. I I, I honestly relatable in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. She didn't think she should be there. She had an attitude. She didn't care. Like like, hey, I'm rich. Whatever. I actually think in my mind. I know I'm probably the minority. 
I think she came off BA. Like, I think she... I think she thought this was ridiculous. And I'm not saying one of them is right and one of them is wrong. I'm not saying that. But she really thought she's in the right. And this other guy really thinks he's in the right. She really does. They both do. And so, like, and again. It doesn't matter anymore. It was just the spectacle and the memes and the jokes. And and, and that lawyer he had. Oh, my God. And hearing... Wait, he compared what happened to him? Well, he said that allowing people, celebrities like Uh, Gwyneth, get away with stuff like this is why we have people like Jeffrey Epstein molesting children. Completely out of line. And it it doesn't even make sense. No, No. it's in the jury's hands right now. But there is another case, and we only have about a minute here we want to get to and talk about, well, a potential case. And this is involving Jonathan Majors and what stemmed from... uh, an aggravated assault charge, an attempted assault charge, and harassment when his girlfriend at the time had peeked at his phone because he was allegedly texting another female. Last Saturday night coming home from the bars. Exactly. But immediately his lawyer said, we have receipts. We've got everything we need. And they have some receipts. And they came out today and TMZ got the... So Jonathan Major's attorney basically turned over to the courts text messages from the woman that she sent to Jonathan Majors hours after his arrest last weekend, admitting in quotes that he's saying this, that she was the one who used physical force against him. So let's take a peek at this quick text message. I got a little bit of time here. Please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said that you had to, they said that you, they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me. They knew we had a fight. I am so angry they did. I am so sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. That's what I'm curious about right there. Then she says, I only just got out of the hospital. Call me when you're out. I love you. And another text message that goes on to, you know, basically saying, I don't want the, I've talked to the judge. I don't want him to do anything about this. I'm trying to stop this. It's damages there though, I'm sorry. It's already done, girl. And And why did it take till Thursday for this to come out? This happened last Saturday. Yes. And the big thing here is when she says, I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. And I was talking to Q, our uh, social media director, Mm -hmm. about this. We kind of feel like that's where something still happened here. Even though she wants to try to say nothing happened. She might be in the mindset of abuser. Like, you know what I mean? Like what abusees are in. Yes. Yes. So, like, I don't know. It's just such an unhealthy relationship. You just hear this and go, run, both of you need to not be with each other. Yeah, definitely. So this one. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, this one, there's still a lot to be had from this. We shall see here. So. All right, everybody, let's talk flooring. Let's talk cozy flooring. I know Brittany put in white, 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 beautiful carpet in Gogo's bedroom. And Gogo, you know, you've had some spills. You've had some things happen. And it's amazing how easy it is to clean up. New Carpet Technologies is the real deal. We've had spit up. I don't want to tell you the things that have been on that white carpet. And all of it's come up. And then on top of it, there was an extra benefit we didn't even realize. It makes things quieter. So we put a baby down. And we're not like tiptoeing, living our lives with our old, terrible flooring. That carpet has made it so easy to sneak out of her room once we put her to it's sleep. It's so great. It is so great. Carpeting in bedrooms is the bomb. I mean, it's so delicious. It, it's a soundproofer, people. Yeah. You're going to love it. Also, they just have such a great selection. There's so much new technology for part, Pet Smart Carpet with Karistan. Um, you know, that you can do, and people love pets, but the smell of urine is real. So this is the new carpet technology. You can find it all out at Hammernecks. All right. Did God's work again. As you do. As one does mm-hmm. when you're in my uh, position of power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey went down on Tuesday. We found out, we, you know how Teresa and her brother Joe Gorga have been fighting nonstop. And it seems like for a while there they were better. And then all of a sudden this season started up and it was like they cannot find any common ground. They've been, they've been trying to hide this little fact, and it came out that there was a pizza business deal that had gone wrong, and it was the two stories they're telling are wild. So Joe Gorga and uh, Teresa's fiance Louie, uh, they decided that they wanted to do this pizza business. Originally, it was Teresa and Joe, and Louie wanted to uh, to get involved. So I guess... He, and again, there's two different sides. Teresa is explaining that Joe. Um, Teresa is explaining that Joe came up with the idea for a family-run pizza oven. So Louis put up two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make it hop- happen, and she didn't want him to do that. No, she Teresa claims did not claims want him does, to do that. No, which is like weird because you think you could make that stop, but she claims that no, and he uh, and then offered Joe five percent of the business. Um. And anyways, Teresa said that her brother, Joe, went nuts. He wanted 50% since it's his idea. And Teresa said that she told Joe that if you wanted half, you need to put up half in, and he didn't want to. And then Louie took the loss because I guess they never really came to fruition. Um, And then with Joe's confessional, he said, I told him it was my idea. It's me and my sister. We'll honor my father. We'll call it Nano's Pizza. He loved it. My nephew got him involved. We ordered these ovens. Louie put the money out. I'm figuring I'm giving him 50% to my sister, and he was getting 50%. He also learned that Teresa, Joe at that point had learned that Teresa had a photo shoot with the pizza boxes she ordered, calling it Skinny Pizza. <laughs> he oh, accused Bethany Franco loved that. Right? <laughs> he accused Louie of giving him lip and said that Teresa then called him and reminded him that he hadn't put up any money. And Joe was like, Joe Gorga was like, That's that was my effing idea. How dare he? Um, and Melissa Gorgov chimed in and says, I think she's so selfish. We're getting two different stories and they're so different. Um, watching them this season, uh, you and I are so into siblings reconciling. Oh, I can't stand it when they fight. But I would have to say this is one of those case scenarios where I don't think there is common ground. I think it is healthy for everybody. Just to be done. Just to be done. There's, Just to there's be done. so much anger and layers there. And that Louie, he is, he is a piece of work. That's what Lori has said since the beginning. He's twisting things. He yeah. wants to come off as this cool, calm yeah. guy, but man, he twists the knife. This last episode, it was so wild. In the episode, he mentions that you know I'm I, I there's a lot of hurt and sadness in the house that you know I live with your your nieces and I wear your dad's pajamas. Well, that just is the grossest at thing. night <laughs> to make yeah, them feel the comfortable. Oh. What? What? Ooh, that's weird. We talked about that. It's the grossest thing ever. It's the grossest thing ever. So <laughs> It's the grossest thing ever. I don't think the Gorgas don't have blood on their hands either. I think the Gorgas can be very gross, and I think they won't miss a chance to make Teresa look bad. Uh, Teresa doesn't really need much uh, help in that department either. So I actually believe like these two need to go their separate ways. The cousins seem to still get along, which is nice. Yes, I'm glad. Which is nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's we're at a point where you go, yeah, you guys are not good for each other. You haven't you haven't been like brothers and sisters to each other in a long time. Like, go live your own lives, go do your own things. 
the show has not helped because they both want the limelight. They both want to look like the good people. And I don't I don't know who's right or wrong, but I think we know that the Gorgas did not go to Teresa's wedding. And we're watching all that go down because in the show, they're about a month out from their marriage. But more excitingly, we're going to watch Teresa's hair get done. And if you remember the hair, fifteen thousand dollars, that hairstyle changed me as a person. And I am so excited to watch how that came about, the layers that went into it. I mean, there has to be like a ramekin in there somewhere. Um, okay, I have, we have breaking news. And I'm sorry, but you got to look it up, Grant. Mm-hmm. They've The jury reached a verdict in the Gwyneth Paltrowski case. <gasps> Will you please go look up the results? And Donald Trump has been indicted. Those yeah, are the I two things Donald that Trump. have just happened. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm so... Um, um, this... I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to read and listen to you, and I feel so guilty. No, 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 no. I, I, knew, um, I knew I was feeling... I feel so bad, so I'm just trying to figure out what the verdict is. Someone call us 651-641-1071. It's hard to read and talk. Um, The jury instructed to decide, here's what the jury was instructed to decide, whether someone was harmed in the accident and who was at fault. Their instructions also had definitions um, from a Summit County's ordinance of skiing safety regarding reckless skiing and the skier's duty to an injured party after collision. Mm-hmm. And um, the judge said, um, I have already determined that Gwyneth Paltrow did not leave the scene of the accident without giving her contact information. Uh-huh. The only person who says they witnessed the crash is Sanderson, the guy Swinger's acquaintance, mm-hmm. who was at the resort with him as part of a meetup day. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was 35 feet uphill from Sanderson at the time of the crash That's and good. said he saw Peltro slam into Sanderson. Peltro hit Sanderson hard, according to him, and bounced off of him, landing a few feet down. D- do you have the verdict, Grant? Oh, no, I thought you had. No, the, I'll look here. Fair. Um, I don't think they've announced yeah, the actual verdict Yeah, I don't think they have the verdict yet. Yet. I think yeah. they're saying they're done and they're... they're, they're yeah, they just sent them today. Jury reaches verdict. No, no, I don't. But I don't think they have like they haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. I'm just waiting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So according to CBS, 30 seconds ago, CBS said the jury has reached this verdict in the civil trial between Gwyneth Paltrow and the retired uh, optometrist, Terry Sanderson, who is blah, 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 suing. Mm -hmm. According to the court's information. Yeah. So it's they have not. They've just they've just got it out, but they don't have the actual. He hasn't announced it yet. yeah, Yeah. Okay. Verdict will soon be read. Oh, and we're gonna have okay. it here first. Hard hitting news. It is hard hitting news. It had so I. You really so as far as watching the Real Housewives this year. Yeah, which one? I feel like a lot of damage has been done. Salt Lake City, you know, the ultimate girls trip. Yeah, a combination of people from different areas. Lori still likes New Jersey, though. Are you having fun with the new people? Yes, I love the new people. Danielle's amazing. I like Rachel. I like I. I'll always watch New Jersey. Um, you know, as much as I hate Teresa, she's iconic. She's iconic, and she's so self-centered. I love her. Um, yeah, I. I think there's a there's something to be said about uh, New Jersey. Um, right now, though, the number one show to be watching is Vanderpump Rules. Uh, if even if you just want to. Just watch the dynamics. They're terrible people. Don't ever think that I don't know that. <laughs> Vanderpump people, like, they're the literal garbage of the worst people. And they've been that way for so long. All you need to do, if you're ever like, oh, I want to feel good about myself, just Google Jax from, it's yeah. J-A-X yeah, 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 from yeah. Vanderpump Rules. He is the worst person I've ever seen on reality TV. And he, like, was one of the mainstays 
in that show for a long time. So, um, all right. So that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. We right. can do it. Why don't we go to break early so then we can come back with the verdict? Yes. Reading. Yes. We have the verdict. The verdict's in. We listen to it live. Here's, what do we got? Well, here's they came back. Gwyneth Paltrow sitting there next to her attorney, Terry Sanderson. The plaintiff is sitting next to his attorney. They read the very first thing. Was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Good. A cause. Did Gwyneth Paltrow cause Terry Sanderson something, something? There was no, it was like blank. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, they left that blank. Yep. Good. It was Terry Sanderson at fault. Yes. Oh. Did Terry um, <laughs> Sanderson cause, cause Gwyneth Paltrow harm? Yes. <laughs> What percentage of the fault went to Terry Sanderson? 100. <laughs> the um, oh. Gwyneth Paltrow will be awarded $1. I love They it. didn't say an attorney fees, too. Yeah. But that was what she was it, looking yeah. for. I love that. Um, then they went around and pulled every single jury. Each of the attorneys asked that each of the jury members would be pulled. Did you vote this way? Yes. You know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then he says... The American legal system, its democracy is working its best right now. This trial is finished. Oh, and I love the results. What do I you do think? Too. What do you think? She wasn't guilty. She wasn't. And, and I'm I... glad, and I kept saying this from the very beginning. Are... She's insufferable, yes. She is out of touch, yes. Yeah. But the thing is, she knew she wasn't wrong. Yes. yes. You did and, say and that. I, and no matter how much embarrassment it has been for her and the funny memes people have made about her, yeah. she was right. And you fight for that. And you know what? Like, I I can't even make fun. I think that's how I would be if somebody called me in to take a pause from my life and come talk about something that I felt I was 100% correct from six years ago. I would be annoyed, too. I actually feel bad for Terry Sanderson because I think he thought he was right as well, even though I don't think he was. Right. I mean, the more and more you hear about the story, you go, this is this is skiing also. like, And it wasn't like a snowy day where you couldn't see or something. No, you know what I mean? It, it, and I, I just... And the person a part down of me the feel, right away. Yeah, a part of me feels bad for him because you can see there's like heartbreak there. And like, and he really, he really has put all of his troubles in... On blamed Gwyneth Paltrow for everything. the past six years. Yeah, blamed everything. And on right her. now it's so finite for him that no, it's not, you know, and, and maybe there'll be self work that needs to be done. I the only reason I feel bad for him, not because I think he is correct. I think he thinks he's right. And I'm that's I don't it like just, when winners are losers in general. No, I but know. Gwyneth Paltrow, I knew she people do have to lose. Yes, and Gwyneth Paltrow as smug as you may think she is, I get it. I think I would be the same way. I mean with Dude, less money, you but you hit me. Yeah, you ran into me. I'm you, a very good skier. Well, she he from behind and split her legs. I mean, <laughs> the reenactments know. were but hilarious. See, when you teach your kids how to ski, a lot of times they ski between your legs. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, you know, this feel, you know, you know. Yeah. You just, I just think, I think good for her. Yeah. Because why should she? Because she's a celebrity. Just pay the three hundred thousand dollars. 
part of me wondered why she didn't because this went on for a week and a half. I mean, that's a you lot know? of time of her life. It's a lot of time, but she was right. I uh, I don't I don't know what. And it ruined. She only got to ski a half day. She only had a half day. And they day. were blending their families and it was traumatic. And that's why their family isn't fully blended. It's like a non-blended shake now. No, I I just think good for I Listen, you know, if you know you're right and you feel passionate about it, you, I say I you have to fight for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And the funny questioning, because she only was asking for a dollar and her legal fees, because that's what Taylor Swift did against the DJ, yeah. mm-hmm. just to make her point, because she knew she was right. Yeah. And it wasn't about money, it was a principle. But the connection that the other attorney made, because they're both doing it the same way that they're best friends. Are you friends with Taylor Swift? I wouldn't call us friendly. Um, have you ever hung out with Taylor Swift? I mean, I've met her. Have you ever given her a present? Yes. Like, it was so ridiculous. I don't know what you're approving there. There was just a lot of, like, circus-esque behavior. It felt so ridiculous. I'm glad. All right. I'm glad you won, too. Accidental Sports Talk. Twins won. Two to nothing. Good job, twins. And did we play a good team? Kansas Kansas City. City. I mean, I wouldn't say every team is a good team on opening day because nobody has a loss. So, yes, we played a good team and we won two to nothing. Undefeated. They were un Kansas City Royals were undefeated this season. <laughs> it's the first day. Oh. Hey, that's yeah, the beauty of so opening funny. day. That's I love Because I, I was just making sure you weren't being a dodo brain there. <laughs> you had me the whole time. I had okay. you. So tonight, um, you know, uh, earlier in the show, Grant said that he watched a show that just landed yesterday on Apple Plus, The Big Door Prize, and you found it interesting, fun, very fun, very interesting, very fun. It gives you it's that. That, like we said earlier, if you like Ted Lasso, if you like shrinking, it's got that feel across the board where it's just kind of a happy-go-lucky emotions that everybody likes to kind of ride along with. Yeah, love it. Love it. Um, A new series is uh, dropped today. Uh, It's called Unstable, and it's on Netflix. And I saw the gorgeous Rob Lowe sitting down on something I don't even know where because I just can't focus. He's so beautiful. (laughs) But he has done TV shows with his sons. And his son, John Owen Lowe, um, they've got good camaraderie. So what this is about is this is Rob Lowe plays Alice Dragon, a world-famous biotech creator Mm -hmm. whose potentially world-saving visionary projects are in jeopardy because, yes, of his unstable mental state following the death of his wife. So to save his company and keep the concerned board members off his back, Uptight CFO Anna Fleabag's fabulous Sian Clifford, who's wonderful, enlists um, Rob Lowe's son. But in this TV show, his name is Ellis. And his estranged flute-playing son, Jackson, to reunite and hopefully ground his sad dad. The chemistry between the Lowe's is terrific. There's other great people on this cast. Um, it's not a dud. This ensemble is fun and it includes Fred Amundsen mm. as a smitten therapist who never wants to leave the Dragon Homestead. So I think this kind of sounds like a fun new show on Netflix and it's called Unstable. And does it fall more in the comedy section or it's does it fall a charming, more? It's an offbeat comedy. Okay. Yeah. This, I think this sounds yeah. hilarious. And I was it, worried it was going to be a little more on the serious side when you were no. talking about. No, yeah, it just yeah. sounds hilarious. I, I think, and you know, the, the shrinkage, you know, he's trying to get over his wife's death. Yeah. Um, Alaska Daily season finale. If people have been watching that, it's been a fantastic show. It's on Hulu too. Okay. It's on ABC tonight. This one I kind of am excited for. It's called Prom Pact. Julie Bowen, 
uh, directed, produced, did everything for this movie, and she was the mom on Modern Family. And this is just kind of a fun pack that people make over the prom. Yeah, and it's prom season, and you and I realized that. We were at Mall of America. It's prom season. It, it is prom season. I love that. We should start incorporating the more prom style into our looks. You're not wearing sparkly underwears and bras today? No, I can't tell you I am or not. <laughs> HR told me I had to quit telling you that. <laughs> it's just inappropriate. It's just going on. The other thing, um, there were some rumors on Twitter the other day that Curb Your Enthusiasm, Curb Your Enthusiasm was going to end after the season. No, no, no. It's Maybe it should. I love that show. Even the new seasons? I loved last year. Was it really good? It was wacky okay. fun. I feel like, I think like three years ago or two years ago when I did the reboot, I just wasn't that into... It's been funny. Last year was funny. Okay. Uh, Grant and I, Lori, loved it. And Miss Maisel, the marvelous Miss Maisel's coming back. Yes, and people are excited. Because she had some dog years. Apparently this season is hysterical. Frank Azera is with it. Good. And Sutton Foster, who is the bomb. And according to Roger Friedman of Showbiz 411, she just needs her own show. So, Sutton Foster is delicious. We interviewed um, a guy from Yellow Jackets uh, this morning. Yes. Uh-huh. How, I listened to part of that. Um, you guys, the new season of Yellow Jackets sounds amazing. I can't watch it. Is it too brutal? Mm-hmm. I, we couldn't finish last year. Wait, just oh, yeah. because of brutal or brutal. like you didn't like it? Oh. I just, it gets a little dicey. At I couldn't the end do it. it. Okay. But is it so good? They're it, saying they're doubling down on the gruesome. It? Yeah, I haven't even seen the first season. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I'm excited. You guys have been telling me to watch it. And they're like, if you like the first season, we're going harder the second. Wow. And I heard you give us a little shout out on the show, too, by the way. Always. You were like, the My Talkers love it. And I was like, yeah, Brittany, love that. that I'm not cool. telling you. I'm a My Talker. That's right. Don't tell are. anybody, but I'm a big time My Talker. <laughs> big fan. You are a big fan. Low J for life. And Grant. Listen, we're big fans of yours. Yes, too. we are. Yes. Okay, so tomorrow when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And Lori's gone. No, Lori's here tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Lori's here it's tomorrow. Me, Lori, and Brittany. Yeah, yeah that's it right. Is. Yeah, yeah, we don't need you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you want to push your button now so you can end your conversation? I want to push my button. Eject. I'll tell you what. Eject. You push all my buttons. Eject. Hey. Eject. Thanks, everyone, for and and really for all the hard work. And again, Gwyneth Paltrow, innocent, hundred percent at fault with she the uh, with with Sanderson. So. Wow. We're going to have to go out and do paint the town. Yep. One Watch more day skiing. left of your chance to win a pair of tickets to go see Queen at the Excel. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Have a great night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow or some of us. Job done. Off you go.